Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Hanging with Tease, episode number 101. I am your host, Tease, with me as always, Dylan. And uh, yeah, it's been a couple weeks, but we got a lot to cover, lots to talk about football, NFL, NCAA, um, and some side stories and whatnot. Uh, some big news coming out of Pittsburgh um, this past week, which we'll dive into. A um, couple big things in college as well. Uh, but first, let's talk about the goddamn Jets. That's right. The you time that perfectly. Jets. What's that? You time that perfectly. Yes. That's why I kept this mic on. Yeah, yeah you're hot. <clears throat> All right, so yeah, um, not really going to harp on the the game that we did not do a show for, which was Cleveland, uh, with the exception of I, I still don't understand what the hell they were doing. They come out and looked pretty damn good offensively in the first half, and it's like <clears throat> I don't know if Matt Canada was on the shitter and somebody else was calling the plays, and then he came back after the half because – yeah. It just got bad, and, and you know. Uh, so after uh, after that game, I still felt that it it wasn't a Trubisky problem. Right. I know a lot of people. Agree. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we get to the Jets game, and again, uh, defensively we looked really good for most of the game. Offensively, we could not get anything going. Uh, did have one drive that almost ended in a touchdown with the uh, Deontay Johnson catch at the back yeah. of the end zone. That uh, It's kind of like what Rod said. I think if they would have ruled it a touchdown, there's no way they could have overturned it. I would agree. Six of one, half dozen the other, resulted in a field goal. Um, and then kudos to Chris Boswell. We managed to uh, end the half with a 59-yarder, which is his career long, and tied the uh, the record there at Heinz slash Axer. Axer. And uh yeah, it was it was looking bleak. I think we went in what ten was it ten six? Yeah, ten six so. uh going into the half, but um again just didn't really seem like we had anything going and much to my and everybody's surprise and we even talked about it um about hey maybe we ought to throw a picket in or whatever. And we, I really just kind of brushed it off, like it's you know, Thomas is not going to do that, and sure shit. I was shocked by that too. Yeah, um, I, I was in the minority that said this is a bad, bad timing because next week we have Buffalo. I think we our five day our five game stretch is brutal. It's like Buffalo, Tampa, My, uh, Philly, Miami, Miami, and I thought there was some other. I I think the game the next game. After that, maybe it's a bye week, or uh, I, it's not as brutal as those four. 
at least I, I think I might look it up and it might, I don't know, be somebody nasty. 85 but, bears. Right. Um, so, yeah, Pickett comes in and I I, I say this with, with bated breath. Maybe we owe Matt Canada an apology. Maybe. Maybe. The only reason I say that is because uh, there was, and I'm please forgive me, I can't remember which one it was. I follow a bunch of Steeler Twitters and whatnot, uh, one of which does a lot of breakdowns. And they posted a series of plays, mm-hmm. split screen, one with Trubisky, one with, with Pickett. And you can clearly see they are the same play, no. same route tree, every, exact same play. It's Trubisky. Yeah. He's he's looking and then looks at the the check down. Whereas Pickett, perfect example is that fucking piss rocket that he threw to Fryermuth when he just got leveled. Mm-hmm. Like the defensive tackle was coming free. Pickett basically looking right at him and knew he had to get rid of the ball. Fires an absolute dart. Takes a hell of a shot. Gets up smiling. And, and then the... the the exact same play was run in the first half with Trubisky. Mm-hmm. It was the one with the sack oh. where Trubisky had. And if you looking at the field level camera that, that these plays were on, mm-hmm. Friar Muth and I can't remember who it was, but running a drag route coming across the right, both of them wide open. And Trubisky instead tried to escape out to the left and got smoked. When And he also had the middle lane open. Granted, we see the still image like, oh, God, look at that hole. He could have just ran. It closed in a hurry. I'm not sure he would have gotten through there, but still, of of all the decisions he could have made, he did the, the worst. Right. He tried to roll out and ended up getting smoked. Um, that being said, I'm not absolving Matt Canada by any means. We got a long way to go and see at maybe Pickett's decision-making and ability to to just try it might be the difference in what makes this offense kind of go for the last couple of years. Um, ben Ben's last year included, we have watched nothing but these dink and dunks, you know, yeah. and we thought, Oh, well it's cause Ben doesn't have an arm or whatever, but I'm not so sure that that's the case anymore. I mean, at, at least when Ben was running Canada's offense, they weren't all the dink and dunks. Ben was still, trying to hit his guys down the middle and taking the occasional deep shot. Whereas Trubisky just, he might've done one a half or whatever. Hell Pickett, his first pass, he fired a 50 yard bomb down to Claypool. So, uh, and even after the game, everybody was talking about how, you know, he energized us and um, it seems like the team is behind him. And as of today, Mike Tomlin's press conference, they have officially named Pickett starter. Um, you know, look, I was tooting Trubisky's horn all preseason and everything. I thought that with some weapons he could turn things around, but <clears throat> maybe Matt Nagy was right. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe he's just not that guy. Right. And, and I hate to see it because he seems like a good guy. I mean, fuck, he, he was doesn't. voted captain. And that's got to be weird, man. That both of my teams are going through that right now, where the veteran captain has been benched 
for the younger, you know, golden boy. I mean, Michigan dealt with the same thing, except McNamara won them a Big Ten title last year, yeah. and he still loses his job. But, yeah, that, that does have to be very, very odd. Um, did you see the clip of Trubisky after the game? Yeah, I was going to get to that as well. <clears throat> um, another thing, and they Trubisky hit him a couple of times in the first half, but fucking kudos for Matt Canada finally realizing that he has an absolute fucking beast in George Pickens because it seemed like they game planned for him a little bit. Yeah. Let's get this guy the ball, and he's an animal. Did you see the block, another one? <clears throat> I can't remember the exact play, but... Pick it looked like Pickens was the linebacker. He fucking smoked the DB. I mean, he he just fucking disappeared. <laughs> he, yeah, just absolute annihilation. Um, but Pickett comes in, and again, they he it looks like those guys got very good chemistry. There was a clip. I don't know if it was a coaches cam, fans, whatever, where <clears throat> Pickett scored one of his two touchdowns, which. Uh, I believe first time in NFL or Steeler history that a rookie has had two rookie quarterback has had two rushing touchdowns in one game. Uh, but anyway, one of them are coming off and you could tell Pickens is like, he likes Kenny. Like yeah. he's like in front of him, like he's driving him around and <laughs> shit. It, it look, I like it. looks like they have a good relationship. Hopefully they can maintain that. Um, and yeah, to your point, Trubisky. Yeah. I mean, I get it. It'd be hard not to be frustrated. Yeah, I I 100% get it and there are some people that kind of got on him about it. But look, I mean this is a they sign you basically, I mean well before the draft. So yeah, you're under the assumption that hey, this is, you know, this is my job. Mm-hmm. And then they draft a quarterback and not only just did they draft a quarterback, they drafted a guy that literally has spent the last 5 years in the building. Yeah. The city loves him. Like how many cards can you be can be stacked against you you know what i'm saying like it was it was only a matter of time i myself felt like it was going to be a full year um i have said over and over again that i did not believe kenny pickett was going to be much more than a average quarterback in the nfl and maybe he still will be i hope against hope that he's not i hope that you know a little bit of that swagger that we saw sunday you know he becomes the guy. Um, I mean, time's going to tell. Yeah. Colin Cowherd said something a few months ago that is encouraging that he he took, like, all the top ten, like, rated quarterbacks last year, and they all have one thing in common, which is the amount of reps or plays they played in college. And Kenny is in that grouping. Yeah. So that's he's yeah that's nice. he's I mean what is he he's like 24 25 like he's older than most rookies yeah I believe he's 24 yeah and even Tomlin said uh in his presser today that that was one of the factors in drafting him that yeah he's a rookie but this is a guy that has been running a pro style offense in college for several years mm-hmm. and he brings a level of maturity that you don't get out of most quarterbacks coming out of college, maybe after their sophomore year or whatever right. to cash the big check. So we'll see uh, on that same note. Have you checked out any of big Ben's podcasts? 
Uh, no, other than that clip I showed you the other day now. Yeah, he's he's kind of catching flack because they are taking small little clips of things that he said. Um, I mean, I even seen one dumbass say that, you know, why is, why is Ben on there doing Steeler recaps? Like, you know, he's not with the team anymore. Clearly somebody who hasn't watched any of the, the episodes because they don't really spend a whole lot of time talking about the game. Mm-hmm. They They do talk a little bit about it. And he he was in favor of them sticking with Mitchell and basically said the same thing that we've been saying. Like, you know, it, it's kind of tough because as soon as things go bad, the fans are going to chant Kenny and it's blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, anyway, on this week's episode, he was basically saying that he was surprised and that he didn't necessarily think it was Mitch's fault. And, and he's kind of right. I mean, you know, Mitch hasn't necessarily played horrible in the fact that you know he's turning the ball over and blah 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 he just doesn't seem to be willing to take the chances to get the ball down the field and and maybe he's handcuffed by some of the stuff that Matt Canada calls whatever or if you're ever getting pulled that too yeah you yeah. make the big mistake up oh, and here comes the rookie but you know the boo birds were definitely out and the Kenny chance and you know that literally happened after what like the second I think the second drive stalled and all of a sudden the, the fans were booing and calling for Kenny. And so, yeah, as far as big band, like I said, if you've never listened to his podcast, it's, it's entertaining. Like they had two episodes with Merrill Hodge as a guest and he had some, some great stories. Um, but they didn't, you know, even Merrill Hodge said Matt Canada, was, he, he didn't say it, but his comparison was uh, when the Steelers hired a guy by the name of Joe Walton, who had some success with the goddamn Jets back in the 80s, but just basically trying to fit a square peg into a round hole, like did not know how to take advantage of his offensive personnel, basically saying that that's what the Steelers have right now is an offensive coordinator that doesn't know how to take advantage of the personnel that they got. And I firmly believe that. There's, you know, How many coaches fail because of that? The, i got to think it's pretty high. Uh, of... I this is my system. This is what we run. Yeah. And no, like Joe Gibbs. I don't. I remember watching the America's Game for their first Super Bowl, and Joe Gibbs came from the Don Coryell school of throw it all over the yard, and they're putting up a lot of points their first few games and losing, and then finally they realized we have Joe Riggins, John Riggins, John Riggins. Yeah, him. Yeah, we should probably run the ball some more, and yeah. it's ended up working out pretty well. So. Yep. Uh, yeah. So uh, again, we'll see how Kenny does in this offense. Although, like you said, uh, it's going to be it's a tough road to hoe right now because he's got Murderers Row coming up. Um, but, By the way, I mean, it's just those four games. The fifth game is New Orleans, so that's winnable. Okay. And then I think we got to buy. Uh, maybe. I know it's – I think our bye week's week nine, so it's got to be coming up here fairly soon. Um, so, yeah, the, the whole Big Ben thing, people are trying to basically create something out of nothing and say that he's anti-picket or whatever. He's really not. I mean, him and Kenny are friends. Uh, he even said that they were texting after the game and Pickett was like, I shouldn't have thrown that last ball, blah, blah, blah. So everybody get off Ben's dick. Like he's, you know, he was there for 18 years. If he wants to have a podcast and talk about the fucking Steeler game, I think he's earned that right. Yeah. 
But to be fair, they don't talk about it that much. They talk some football, some stories, but mainly they talk hunting, church, kids, and they drink beer. They try different beers from all over the world. Like that's the the main focus as they're going through the show is they'll try like three or four different beers. Mm-hmm. The one with Merrill Hodge was kind of funny because what they do is his his co-host or host, I should Producer. say, Spence, they'll, he'll pour these little sifters or whatever, you know, basically a shot glass of beer. Mm-hmm. And then he'll tell you about it or whatever, and they're both over here smelling it. Well, when Merrill Hodge is there, they poured all three of them. Merrill's fucking great. He goes and, like, it's gone before Spence is done telling you what yeah. it is. It's just kind of funny. But um, so, yeah. Uh, I'm very, I'm excited. You know, it, it, at this point, like everybody has said, you can't go back. No. Unless no. he gets hurt or just absolutely falls apart. Um, but even then, like, you know. You got to let him take his lumps. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, if this is the guy that you want to be a franchise, it, it's, let it ride, man. He, you're going to find out. Trial by fire. Uh, he's either going to rise up. And again, I we're one and three right now. I don't expect it to fucking save the season, um, but let's see what we have. You know. So uh, that being said, uh, I've also run across a couple people that just saw a stat line and decided to point fingers. And I say, fuck you. Um, none of those picks should have been really credited to any of our quarterbacks, even the one Mitchell Trubisky threw. All th- or three of the four picks came off of tip passes that should have been caught. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. All three of those passes should have been caught. And then the fourth one came on a Hail Mary at the end of the game that it's whatever. Um, Peyton Manning said that last night on Manning Cast that, man, I think I've got like 17 career interceptions on Hail Marys at the end of half. I hate throwing those. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it, it is what it is. He threw 13 passes, completed 10 of them. His three incompletions were all interceptions by stat only because uh Claypool I look I don't know what the hell he was thinking but you're six five going up against a five nine defensive back go up and get it mm-hmm. I don't know why he short armed it like that and let the ball hit him in the chest and deflect away you're six five extend those arms out make the combat catches that we've seen him make before and and we got a different ball game um Friermuth same thing. He is a animal. He usually catches just about everything, but it seems like he's good for one of those drops every game. This was just a really bad time for him to do it. But I will say one thing. If you rewatch that play, the play is kind of broken down and, and Kenny rolls out to the right a little bit, mm-hmm. and that's when he throws to Fryermuth. Mm-hmm. Pickens had run out. And it was basically, it was like a, a comeback or a curl route. And when the curl route wasn't there and Pickett started to scramble, Pickens started running towards the sideline and basically took his defender with him so that when Fryermuth tipped the ball, it wasn't the guy covering Fryermuth that intercepted it. It was the guy covering Pickens. Oh. So if Pickens doesn't freelance to the right, and I'm not faulting him because that's what you're supposed to do is get open. He just went – if he goes the other way, that pick doesn't happen, we probably win the game. It's just those – when they say it's a game of inches, those are the kinds of inches we're talking about. Like, you know, if Fryermuth jumps up one more inch, he catches it. If fucking – 
Chase Claypool extends his arms up one more inch. Maybe he catches it. It's it, it's just, I don't know, it's frustrating. Uh, another thing that uh, Tomlin told us today in his presser that I wasn't happy to hear is that Watt is still two weeks away. And boy, do we miss him. Desperately. We got some pressure. Uh, what, how many times did Highsmith get his hands on Milf Killer and, and miss him? The Cougar Killer? Yeah. Huh. At least three. Yeah. And Malik Reed, I was excited about the trade, but eh, he's he's not really shown much. Right. Haven't seen him really get any true pressure since he's been there. And I Man, if, if Watt's there and Highsmith is getting the pressure, he's – Zach Wilson's probably in the hospital today because they were down to like their third string tackle, and we were getting pressure, but we either just missing him or let him squeeze away and <sighs> frustrating. <clears throat> um, I will give credit. Devin Bush has not been horrible. Now that we're four games in, <laughs> uh, yeah, he hasn't really done anything of note that you know makes me want to sing his praises. But he hasn't looked as bad as he looked last season. Uh, while his replacement, when he was gone, Robert Spillane, who thought maybe we had a little rare diamond in the rough there, but he has just been exposed. Um, he's he's not looked good. Uh, the other note I had, oh, the best surprise of the year so far has been the offensive line. They're not great by any means. None of them are going to the Pro Bowl, but I can look back through these last four games, including the win and the three losses, and I can, the three losses, I should say, you cannot pin any of those losses on the offensive line. I would agree. You cannot say, oh, well, if we had a better line, we'd have won that. Because it's just, it's not true. Like, maybe we'd have a little more running, rushing yards or whatever, but... Uh, even Najee Harris has come out and said that it's not the offensive line. They're fine. It's me. Like his timing, he's still trying to get his timing back. Looked a little better this week at, at yeah. making quick decisions, hitting the holes that were there. Um, so hopefully that will continue to improve. The offensive line will t- continue to gel because they're going to have to, or Kenny Pickett's not going to last very long. Um, so, yeah, I very, very, uh, you know, I was optimistic all preseason and, you were kind of poo-pooing me, mm-hmm. but maybe these guys aren't so fucking bad. Still got to spend a first-rounder on Oh, I agree. <laughs> yeah, no, I absolutely agree. They, they need they need upgrades. Um, you know who one of the top-rated offensive tackles in the NFL is per the PFF grades? Who's that? Okafer. No shit. Yeah. Huh. Never would have thought that. Right. You know, okay. Dotson has been a bit a bit of a disappointment, but I have I've liked what I've and, and Dan Moore owned Miles Garrett. That's one of the things I wanted to talk about. Yeah, Madden, EA Sports, go fuck yourself. Miles Garrett, a ninety nine. T.J. Watt's not. No, go watch the tape and watch Dan Moore make Miles Garrett his bitch the entire game. Miles Garrett didn't fucking sniff Mitchell Trubisky. And he wasn't, you know, it wasn't like we were doubling him all game. Dan Moore, kudos to him because he played a hell of a game, and he manhandled Miles Garrett. That being said, of the starting five on the offensive line, Dan Moore has probably been the worst, which, again, hasn't been terrible. Sure, he's given up a few sacks here and there, but um, I, I'm surprisingly pleased by how 
decent. I won't even you know necessarily say good or great, but they they have been serviceable. You can win with the offensive line as it is right now. We just gotta right put this shit together and get healthy. You know, T.J. Watt doesn't get hurt. You could realistically say we're four and zero right now. Yeah, I mean honestly. We could easily be 4-0 right now if T.J. Watt is healthy. He makes that much of a difference in the game, and it's – wow. Um, so, yeah, we'll and we'll, we'll cover next week here in a minute. But uh, just looking back at uh, last week's NFL action, what, what stood out to you? Um, I, I was really pulling for Detroit this year. But good God, their defense is dog shit. I mean, how many years have they had this? Look, look at back through the years. Barry Sanders. Yeah, Calvin they Johnson. had a pretty, you know, the run and shoot offense. They used to fucking throw points up on the board like nothing, but they had no defense. Then you look at Matthew Stafford with with Calvin Johnson. Johnson, yeah. Um, didn't they? Have, didn't they have a decent running back with him? No. No. Matthew Stafford, I don't think, ever played with the 1,000 yards. That's, yeah. Rushers, so. Yeah, you're right. Wasn't it a 100 yard rusher? Didn't he have like a, a ridiculous streak? Of, you're right. Yeah. I think in his entire career in Detroit, he had like two or three 100 yard rushers, if that. I don't know if it's that extreme, but he did go it was like bad. a few seasons without a 100 yard rusher. Yeah. So. But they still were able to put up points. And yeah. this year, they have the number one scoring offense in the NFL. Yeah. Here's what's going to suck is at the end of the year, they're going to have to let Aaron Glenn, their defensive coordinator, go because you have to when you have one of the historically worst defenses in history. And Jeff Okuda, everything I'm hearing is playing very, very well. Like he's actually becoming what they expected him to be when they took him, what was it, fourth overall. And, uh, and you got Aiden Hutch, who hasn't from what I've heard, hasn't been great this year. He had one great game, but... Yeah. Didn't he have two or three sacks in the one game? Yeah, yeah. but he's kind of disappeared in the games where he didn't play. And um, Rodrigo from Hard Knocks, that sixth rounder, I think I heard before, going into last week, he his PFF grade, he was the highest-rated middle linebacker in the league. Wow. Which is insane. So. Well, I mean, maybe... I, they might maybe give him a free a pass for one more year because they do have a lot of young guys. And <sighs> and Dan Campbell being Dan Campbell, I you know, who knows? Maybe he'll fight and say, Look, give me give him one more year, let us plug a few more pieces in. I mean, who knows? But I don't if it's this historically bad though, that's that's a massive problem. Agreed. And agreed. the other the flip side of that too is what's his I think his name is Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator, is yeah. probably going to get a head coaching job at the end of this year. Keep I mean, putting points up like this. I mean, yeah, yeah why wouldn't you? All right. So, uh, other – well, Falcons beating the Browns. I love to, love to see it. Yeah. Um, Jacoby Brissett isn't – hasn't been terrible. No. Um, but he's just – not making the plays. I mean, that's Jacoby Brissett for you. Like that's yeah, that kind of sums up his whole. He's a pretty serviceable quarterback, but he's not gonna do anything special for you. Um, Basically, the perfect backup. Right. Uh, we'll talk. 
about that in a second. Um, I mean, Dallas going three and zero with right, Cooper Rush. Do they have a con- controversy brewing? Um, I mean, if you watch any show, they say yes. Well, that's because they have to. I know. That's well, but if you look at and, and I, because of where we live, I have watched them. You said it like we live in Texas. No, but I mean, how often are the Cowboys on regular TV here? A so lot. we live in America, is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he's looked solid, man. Yeah. I mean, there isn't anything that I've seen Dak do that I would say, "Oh, a Cooper can't do that." Like he's he's looked good, and yeah. if Dak doesn't come in, I mean, you have to. Well, I guess you don't have to. I mean, what if what if the Cowboys win these next two games, which Dak is expected to miss, and, and Cooper Rush is the reason they win these two games? Do you go back to Dak? I think you just say, eh, you know, Dak, you know, Cooper's playing well. We don't want to rush Dak, so we'll kind of set How him many out. hundreds of millions of dollars is he getting paid? I, but at the same time, ride the momentum a little bit, and then also it gives Cooper... Because, I mean, you want to, you can kind of do right by him as well. You know, give Cooper even a bigger sample size that maybe he can take this yeah. and get a, heck, a starting quarterback this, job. This and, is going to make him a lot of money unless he completely shits the bed over the course of the next couple of right. weeks. Even uh, if he's a high priced backup. You know, that's. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, if, if he goes 5 and 0 or whatever and looks good in doing so. He's going to be able to pretty much write his own ticket, I think. Maybe not write his own ticket, but you know, he's going to want starter money. Uh, yeah, not... I mean, guys have gotten bigger contracts for far less. Fucking <laughs> Matt, Rob, Rob Johnson, Matt Flynn, Matt Flynn are the two that uh, really come Matt to Castle. No, he had like a whole year. But still, the he didn't look great, but he still got paid and oh, yeah. turned out to eh, not be so hot. Right. But yeah, the biggest biggest example, Matt Flynn and, and Rob Johnson. Right. Matt Flynn, it was one game. Both of them, it was one game. And Matt Flynn just absolutely lit up somebody. I don't even Detroit who. in the season okay. finale. Yeah. They scored six. He scored six touchdowns, and then Seattle gave him this massive contract, and then drafted Russell Wilson in the third round, and Matt Flynn never started a game. Yeah. Didn't Rob Johnson at least start or no? Yeah, he went to Buffalo. He, I think, played two games, got hurt. Flutie came in, played great, That's and then right. yeah, we're gonna go with Rob Johnson against the Tennessee Titans, and then you know, gotcha. There's no flags on the field. It's a miracle. Yeah. No. Why you say that? One of the things that just popped in my head from this Ben podcast uh-huh. when Merrill Hodge was on there, and I don't, I don't really remember it because I was still fairly young when it happened, um, like twenty, I guess. Well, that's fairly young where I'm at now. Well, well, but yeah. I didn't You've realize. You've done a lot of damage your brain since then, so that makes sense. That season, that was Cowher's first season, and they went 11-5, and five, had the best record in the AFC, and they played Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And, of course, this was back before Sunday Ticket, so I, I wasn't able to watch every game. So <clears throat> I don't have, like, the memories that I would have of, you know, the last 15 years or whatever. Um but that, that season, Neil O'Donnell and Bubby Brister were the two quarterbacks, and they had a battle in camp. Neil O'Donnell won it, and then Neil O'Donnell got hurt, and Bubby Brister had come in and won like six straight games to get him to you know the one seed or whatever, 
And Bill Cower, this was the point that, you know, uh, Merrill Hobbs was making that Bill, you know, coaches come in and they have to, you know, they have to learn, especially when they're new. And Bill Cower had told everybody, you'll never lose your job to an injury. So they get to the playoffs. They have the first round by Neil O'Donnell is healthy. They start Neil O'Donnell against Buffalo bench, Bubby Brister, who was just red hot. They lose the game, yeah. but uh, I'm sorry. I went off on a tangent there. Um, but yeah, this, like I said, man, it, it it's going to be tough for them to pull Cooper rush. If he continues to play this way, right? Why in the fuck? Are we still talking about the Dallas Cowboys? Well, I mean, that's when you look at it. That's how Dak got his job. Yeah, that's exactly Robo how he got was it. hurt. Yeah. Dak looked great, and we're just gonna roll with Dak. So, um, New York Giants, are they for real? They beat the Bears. Yeah, I mean, again, talking heads are gonna talk. Sure, three and one, but are they really? I mean, they haven't really. Who who have they beat? Washington. Tennessee week one. Yeah, they did beat Tennessee. Who's been very up and what, down. Was it Washington the other one? Uh, I want to say Panthers. Okay, so, so yeah. yeah. Decent team. Two decent. Well, Titans. Titans have been up and down, though. Right. Um, Panthers, again, they're not impressive. Yeah, they've, they've got a couple of wins or whatever, but they're, they're just kind of middle of the road. Then they lost to the Cooper Rush Cowboys. And then they beat the Bears. So, yeah, three and one, but let's just pump the brakes. Right. Uh, let's see how they are these next three games because they got the Packers, the Ravens, and the Jags. And I can't believe I just said that and didn't burst into laughter. But the Jags, even though they pissed one way, they still look pretty solid. Right. Saquon Barkley, though, is looking like the guy that they drafted. Until so, he gets hurt again. Yeah. So as long as Daniel Jones doesn't, you know, make too many critical mistakes, Giants might sneak, you know, stick around for a little bit, but we'll see. They got some tough ones coming up. No. Uh, let's see. Again, Jaguars jumped out to a 14 nothing lead on the Eagles, and then the Eagles bus arrived to the stadium, and they put up 20 in the second quarter, and that was pretty much it. They uh, held on to win 29-21. Jalen Hurts, um, didn't have a great game the way that he had been playing, but you're down 14 and you led your team to a comeback win. Miles Sanders was the big hero there with over 130 yards rushing and two tighties. Um Jalen Hurts, uh, was it the September Offensive Player of the Year? Yeah, I mean, he's he's an early, not the front runner, but he's in the conversation for MVP this year. Yeah, And I the Jags, I, you know, that's a loss, but again, Philly it looks legit this year and also... Young football team, you know, you got to yeah. work some things like that out. You get a big lead and might think, oh, we got this. No, you got to stay on them. So. Yep. And, and speaking of young football teams, the Bills, man, they go down 20-3 to three to the Ravens and storm back to win 23-20. to 20. And a lot of it <clears throat> could be uh, because of a, depending on how you want to look at it, Boneheaded decision by Harbaugh. Did you see that? Yeah, going full. Was it? They went forward on fourth and goal. Yep. Yeah. I get the thought process. If you don't get it, you're pinning them deep. But man, Lamar Jackson throws a pick and that goes away. Yeah. 
So the Buffalo Storms back gets the win there, 23-20. And my Super Bowl pick is looking real good it right now. It certainly is. I keep Every time I see the Eagles win, I'm like, fuck, how do you know? Um, what's your philosophy on that? Because that's a football opinion I have that's a little contrarian. I, I like situations where teams have a fourth and goal and they go for it because of that situation. If you don't get it, you're pinning them deep unless you throw I, a pick. I, I, I'm not against it. Mm-hmm. But the Ravens' defense is not the Ravens' defense this year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, look what they gave up to Miami. Right. If it's, okay, if I'm playing the Colts or the Giants or the Texans, teams that, you know, eh, yeah, let's do it. But this is the Buffalo Bills. They have shown that they can be a juggernaut on offense. Right. I think I take the points. Okay. And turn it into a two-possession game, or at least not a two-possession, but instead of possibly losing by a field goal. Field goal ties it. Yeah. You know. Sure. So Make him score four uh, or six instead of three. One of those situations, what is, situations are situational. Right. You know, if it, if it's a team that I feel like my defense can stop because they're not, you know, full of studs, mm-hmm. yeah, let's fucking go for it and see what happens. But a, it's Buffalo, who had the best defense in the NFL last year, and this year looks like they're going to be in the conversation again. And they got MVP caliber Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and I mean they got some studs. Yeah. So it's a tough call. I, I get where he's coming from, but I think, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. but I think and I would probably look at that and be like, eh, let's just get some points and, and make them work that much harder to, you know, they have to get a tutty instead of a field goal or whatever. So, mm. uh, One thing I, we forgot to mention with the Seahawks-Lions game, did you see why DK Metcalf had to get carted off the yes. field? Yes, he, he had to poo. Yeah. At least he admitted it. He didn't, like – Unlike Lamar and although although Paul Pierce said on uh, Games with Names that podcast it's right. Sam Morell and Julian Edelman talking about like historic games. Paul Pierce said he didn't get wheelchair because he had to poop, but I don't know about that. I don't know if I yeah, but he said that uh, he's like, what do you say the the clinch walk wasn't gonna make it, bro. Yeah. Like I needed a ride. Uh, let's see what else. Um, uh, Cardinals. Looked pretty sloppy in the first half. Yeah. And then uh, stormed back to get the win there. Did you hear about J.J. Watt's week? Yeah. Went into AFib. Basically had to get his heart shocked back into rhythm. And was like, fuck it, I'm still going to (laughs) play. They told him he was fine. Yeah. And he got pretty upset because somebody had leaked it. And it became the story. And, you know, he didn't want to take away from the the team win or whatever. So, no kudos to him. Big matchup of the week, the Chiefs and the Bucks, And it was, the final was 41-31, but it wasn't that close. No. Chiefs just really kind of had their way with them for the first three quarters. And uh, that late touchdown made it a 10-point game. But it it, it just did I not shut it feel off that early. close. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking like quite the idiot with my Chiefs at last in their division pick because yeah. it just no Tyreek Hill, no problem apparently. They just find a way to beat the shit out of teams and put up a lot of points. 
Uh, Patty Mahomes made a couple of ridiculous plays. One for a third, I think it was a third down conversion, maybe even fourth, I'm not sure. And then the other was the touchdown where he shot-putted the ball. Yeah. And I don't it, know that I've... Have you had more fun watching a quarterback in your life than Patrick Mahomes? Because i got to be honest, I don't think I have. Let me add a little caveat. That wasn't a stealer. Because obviously, Ben, that's a little different. Hmm. Vic was obviously a lot of fun, too. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I... No, I, I can't say that I have. He's... He's pretty good at the football. Yeah, I mean, some of the throws that he makes are just fucking nuts, and it—it's painful to say because he's getting into that part where Brady, you know, like he's so fucking good and he's not on my team, so fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And, right. uh, and then last night we had the big divisional rivals, the Rams and the Niners. I don't know what to make of these two teams. One week they look fucking great, and this is both of them. And the next week they look like dog shit. This this week it was the Niners' turn to look good, and the Rams' turn to look like shit. Yeah. <clears throat> that being said, uh, that that division is fucking bonkers. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, what, even Seattle's got to win, right? They're one. Yeah, and three. They, they're no, they're two and. Are two? they two and two? Yeah, they beat Denver week one. Oh, they are two and two in the beat. Yeah, yeah, so everybody's two and two. I'm pretty sure the Seattle's going to fall off. But as far as the Rams, Niners, and Cardinals, your guess is as good as mine. Did you know Geno Smith leads the league in completion percentage with like seventy five percent of his passes? I did not. Yeah, that's pretty phenomenal. All right, uh, Packers, Patriots. Yeah, Bailey Zappi. Who the fuck is Bailey Zappi? Quarterback Hunter wanted us to take instead of Trubisky or Pickett. What? The quarterback, Hunter, wanted Pittsburgh to draft instead of Pickett or... Where is he from? Western Kentucky. I'd never heard of him. All-time leader in passing yards in FBS history. Huh. No, I'm sorry, single season. He had the season season single. You know what round they took him in? Fourth. Oh. Well, I mean, he had a game. He had the Patriots in a position to win until... um, Aaron Rodgers was able to tie it up, and then they went in an overtime. So, yeah, that's uh, maybe something brewing there. Yeah. Tough situation to come off the bench. Here you go, kid. You weren't expected. You were third on the death chart last week. Yeah. Now you're the backup. Okay, now you're playing Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau Field in the late window. Everyone's watching. Good luck. Yeah. And, I mean, he looked great on the field, but there were a couple of camera shots on him, of him in the sideline. Yeah. Deer in the headlights. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, fuck, I'm playing in the NFL. Like, <laughs> But, again, when he got between the white stripes, he, he looked really good. I ain't in Western Kentucky no more. Right? But uh, hats off to Aaron Rodgers rallying the troops and, and getting the dub there because fuck New England. Yeah, still fuck New England. Yeah. Uh, a couple other news notes while we're uh, kind of talking about the Bucks. Did you hear the big news today? Tom Brady. Oh, getting divorced, yeah. It's been rumored, but it has now been, uh, I don't know if necessarily confirmed, but reported anyway, that they have both, Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen have both hired divorce lawyers. It's so hard hmm? <laughs> to say goodbye. Oh, okay. 
They had a good run. Did For you... celebrity couples, fuck yeah, they did. I mean, that's like a 50-year marriage in celebrity land. So That being said, Zach Wilson is a fucking savage. What do you do? He posted, I don't know if it was Twitter or Instagram. Don't worry, Giselle, I got you. Wow. Yeah. Wait, for real? I'm pretty sure. For, for real? I real, saw it on the did... internet. Oh, okay. So I have not seen the official post. All right. Well, but, I, but I saw a screenshot, so it, maybe it's fake. I was gonna but say I will that. say that Zach Wilson posted a little video of him doing the fucking worst gritty of all time. That's not true. I just say that because he did it when he scored a touchdown. Um, but he posted that video, and Giselle Bunchen did like it. Maybe she's uh, trading in for a younger model. The next best thing as far as good-looking quarterbacks, she's just, you know, something with a little more stamina. I saw Antonio Brown posted a picture of him hugging oh. Giselle. Oh, no, oh, I did not see. Yes, I was going to okay, say. Yeah. Um, before we get into that madness. A different Antonio Brown photo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, one last note, and the whole Terry Bradshaw thing. Um I had seen reports where people were saying that he didn't look well, and it has now come out that uh, he had two. He I was, can't find that tweet, by the way. He so was I'm he sure was fighting two forms of cancer. Um, well, don't overtalk while I'm trying to explain how you're trying to spread information here. <laughs> Zach Wilson tweets fake. That's not confirmed, but I, I confirmed it. It is in fact fake. You are a liar. Moving how on. did you confirm it? Because you couldn't up. find it? Exactly. I didn't say it was... Did would, Did you check Instagram? It I might have been Instagram. To, I checked Google. You would think that would... Oh, fucking Google doesn't know everything, despite the fact that they think they do. You don't think that would come up, a tweet like that? Come on now. I don't think that would be the number one headline. When you I literally exactly. saw it not long before we started this, so maybe it hasn't quite made the rounds yet. I'm just That's saying. Okay. It's funnier if it actually happens. So well, just, sure. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Terry Bradshaw... Fox broadcaster and obvious Steeler legend uh, battling two types of cancer. And he won, like, for now, anyway. He's announced he's cancer-free. Uh, had a type of skin cancer and liver? Bladder. He had bladder, bladder, bladder cancer, cancer that's right. A skin cancer in the back of his neck. Yeah, so, so uh, get well soon, Terry. Get back to work. And I mean, he says he feels great now, so glad to, glad to hear it. Right. All right, other former Steeler news. Uh, what the fuck is up with Antonio Brown? Uh, we've been saying that for years. Well, now. yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you've heard by now. He's flopping his wiener around in a popping up the periscope in the middle of a pool. Yeah, in, in Dubai, which they'll cut it off. Like they don't fuck around over there. He's he's lucky that nobody called the Ara- Arabian police there because oh. they probably would have dismembered him (laughs) so to speak and look it led to him putting out probably the funniest tweet he's ever tweeted about uh i don't what team was he talking about i don't know he basically some team was struggling he's like hey y'all need to sign a b because nobody can expose a d like him like I mean, I got I got to applaud yeah, the tweet. That is, that's that is that's funny. hilarious. At least he's kind of laughing at himself. But again, he is playing. 
playing it off like it's being blown out of proportion, and maybe it is. You see the photo, though. No, no, no. I, but the story is that, oh, he was sexually harassing her, and, you know, she was mortified or whatever. They were, like, wrestling around and everything. Yeah, maybe he was being an asshole, but I didn't see her in a big hurry to get away from him. They made, the, like, if you read the article, it's like, oh, he exposed his penis to guests and, you know. Yeah, there were a few people in the pool, but the girl that they were talking about in the article was literally practically sitting on his lap. So I think they blew it up to be something a lot bigger than it was. Doesn't mean he should have done it by any means because there were, like, other guests there. It still makes him an asshole, but they kind of made it out like, oh, he's just putting his dick in this woman's face and she's just terrified of it. And that really wasn't the case. I mean, she was just kind of laughing about it or whatever. And sure, maybe after the fact, she's That's fucked up. Man. Realized that she dodged a bullet, you know, from that fucking psycho. But yeah. it, it wasn't like this horrible, horrible experience like people are, are making it out to be. So uh, real quick before we get into college football, we're just going to go through and next week. <clears throat> next week's games uh thursday colts broncos colts might be without jonathan taylor broncos definitely without javante williams yeah. who tore his a acl and lcl uh out for the year might you know he'll be fortunate to start the season next year at by the time it rolls around right uh that being said neither one of these teams have looked very good um, somehow the Broncos have pulled the two and two and the Colts are one, two and one. I'm going to go Broncos. I'm going to go Colts. Okay. Uh, Steelers bills. Kenny Pickett making his first official start in Buffalo noon game. It's a 14 point spread. I'm going to go with the bills because of reasons that I remember. Doesn't seem to be working out this year, but. We're going to shock the world. Do they cover? I'll ask you that. Do they cover? Yes. With, I guess if you're picking them to win, they would, in fact, cover. Yes. I, I I, think they're going to shock the world and win, but I, if they don't win, I think they still cover. I think Kenny is... Number one defense. I, Kenny's going to get him in the end zone. With our defense, I don't... I could see it being a shootout. I, I just, I don't know. I I can't go with you on that one. Beside, you know, jinxing yeah. aside, I just. Uh, go shock the world. Uh, Giants and the Packers. The uh, aforementioned three and one Giants taking on the three and one Packers in Lambeau in London town. What's the spread on that? There is a Green Bay minus eight. I'm going to take the Packers, and I'm going to take them to cover. Uh, I'm going to take the Packers, and I'm going to say they don't cover. All right. Chargers at the Browns. Again, I don't know what the Chargers are this year. They don't know what they are this year. The Browns look like they're about a 500 team right now. I'm going to take the Chargers. They're, uh, I think Herbert's getting a little healthier. They had a pretty explosive game this past weekend, so, yeah, I'm going to take the Chargers. Wait a minute. Noon game, I'm going to take the Browns. Yeah, 
I, 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 the I second look, you said I'm wait a minute, I'm like, starting to learn my lesson. West yeah. Coast team traveling to an East Coast team for a noon game. I'm going to take the Browns. Yeah. Especially but, because I, it's such but a. But I'm hoping for the Chargers. Kind of a close matchup. So. Yeah. Then we got the Bears traveling to Minnesota. Minnesota three and one, Bears two and two, but uh, the Bears are two and two and probably shouldn't be. So I'm going to take the Vikings. Yeah, what's that minus seven? Seven. They they cover. I, yeah, I think they cover too. Sorry, um, Jake. <laughs> yeah, you shit on your team all the time. Yeah, Lions at the Patriots. I'm sorry, real quick. You going to mm. bring him in for baseball talk? Postseason. Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll probably try and get all of him at some point. All right. I I honestly don't know anything. I've not. I've not followed hardly any baseball this year. Like I know Aaron Judge has got like sixty-two homers or whatever, and I, I don't. I couldn't tell you. I know the Cardinals are in because all the dipshit fans around here are talking about it. But um, other than that, I don't know anything. Me neither. Um, I did know that not this past Saturday, but the f- previous Saturday, the Yankees were playing in that three o'clock football window, and they kept cutting in to ESPN to give updates and these SEC fans were fucking furious. Yeah, they're they're getting roasted for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lions at the Patriots. As of right now, we don't know, but it looks like Bailey Zappi is going to be the starting quarterback. Um, Patriots defense, although statistically doesn't show that they're great, but they find a way to slow teams down. That being said, Lions get the win here. I think they they find a way to get enough points. I mm, New England minus three. That's gonna be Zappy's first career start. That Lions defense is dog shit. Um, they do have two schmucks for offensive coordinators though. So are they gonna be able to take advantage of that? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to go with the Lions as well. Mm. <laughs> Seahawks at the Saints. Saints really banged up right now. Um, at this, uh, the time of this recording, don't know if Jameis is going to be back. We don't know about Kamara or Michael Thomas. I'm going to go Saints. I'm still going to go Saints. Uh, I will too because I think New Orleans is in the East. That's that. Uh no, Central I believe. Are they Central? I don't know why we're I, debating this. We were. I believe they're in the Central. Yeah, they gotta be, they gotta be Central because they're south east of us. New Orleans is not south. by much. Well, I know, but or wait, east? no, I'm sorry, southwest of us. Oh, they're oh. yeah, okay. not I mean barely. Okay. So they're at least Central. I don't okay. think they're Mountain, but so it's not a huge time jump, but that's still a long trip from. Seattle, Washington to New Orleans. Yeah, you know what? I'll still go for a Orleans. noon game. That is a noon game, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm going to go see how, or Saints just for that reason alone. Uh, Dolphins taking on the goddamn Jets. Uh, Tua has already been announced that he is not playing. Why? Uh, yeah, we didn't cover that either. <laughs> that neurosurgeon got fired. The independent neurosurgeon, neuro whatever he is, uh, got fired. Looks like he did not do his job. And clearly. I got to imagine there's going to be some major fucking lawsuits coming out from from Tua's camp, probably. Yeah. Which, I mean, the guy's making money anyway, but if, in fact, he knowingly misdiagnosed him or whatever, 
that guy might never practice again. That being said, uh, Teddy Two Gloves. I'm going to take the Dolphins. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I think I will too. I, I think they're just, they're good enough. We should have beat the Dolphins or the, the Jets, period, but I'm going to go with the Dolphins there. Uh, Atlanta Falcons taking on Tampa Bay. I think the Bucks. Yeah, I got to go here. Bucks. They're, I think they're going to bounce back here and. Find a way to win. They're, they're starting without. to get healthy, so at least their receiving core is anyway. Atlanta's also without Cordero Patterson, which is like their entire off- offense. Are they? He yeah. played last week, had a good game. And he's on IR now. He's what? He's on IR. Son of a bitch. I don't think it's season-ending IR, but... <sighs> Doesn't matter, because I have Cordero Patterson, Cordell, Cordell, whatever the fuck his name Corduroy is. Corduroy Patterson. Yeah, I have him. You know who my other fucking running back was? Javante Williams. Ouch. I'm fucked. Son of a bitch. I thought I had him in our league. Yeah, I know I did. I Maybe had, it's a different I league than I'm thinking of. Anyway, whatever. Either way, I'm fucked, yeah. <clears throat> Titans, Commanders. We are Commanders. Bum, 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 bum. Um, Titans. Yeah, I. just Commanders are not very good. No, certainly not. Texans taking on the Jags, Jags. 49ers taking on the Panthers. Niners. Yeah. Matt Rule is uh, reportedly on the hot seat. Baker Mayfield is not looking good, but Sam Darnold is still a few weeks away at least before he can come back. Um, wonder wonder what week it is where Matt Rule gets announced as the Nebraska head coach or Wisconsin head coach now even. He was great in college. Well, can he get fired from the NFL first maybe? Didn't stop fucking Nick Saban or Bobby Petrino. <laughs> Fair enough. Just saying. Fair enough. Um, so, yeah, Niners. You too? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Cowboys Rams at L.A., but it doesn't matter because they can't draw fans, so it'll probably be mostly Cowboy fans. With the aforementioned Cooper Rush. I, I, my gut tells me the Rams bounce back here. They still have a lot of fucking talent on that yeah, team. Yeah, I mm. coming off a tough division loss, I think that this might be midnight for Cinderella. I'm going to be a contrarian. Right. Say the Rams feel the rush. There you go. Uh, then the uh, Eagles taking on the Cardinals on paper looks like a really good game, but man, the Eagles just, they look really tough right now. I, I'm not sold on Arizona. Yeah, yeah. I, they've been kind of disappointed. They're, yeah, so. they're up and down, so I, I think the Eagles go to 5-0 and there. Yep. Sunday night, Bengals-Ravens. Lamar Jackson's on the Fuck You, Pay Me Tour. Joe Burrow's trying to uh, get his team right the ship and uh, take the lead in the division. Um, I'm going to go Baltimore. I am too. Home field advantage, yep. and yeah, I think they're gonna they're gonna win by uh, Justin Tucker. Be my my prediction there. Mm-hmm. Then we got Monday night, another good one. Raiders Chiefs. Uh, look, it doesn't seem to matter what record these teams have when they meet. Usually, it's it's pretty good games. Yeah. Uh, that being said, Chiefs right now are on a roll, and they're home, so I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. Yeah, I. 
Josh McDaniels versus Andy Reid. Yep. Derek Carr versus Patrick Mahomes. Even though I like Derek Carr a lot, but I yeah. Say less. All right. Oh, well. Been kinda long winded. We haven't been here too. Two weeks, so, you so. did spend 25 minutes on the Steelers. So the yeah, but we had a lot to talk about. I agree. Uh, college football, we'll just kind of go over just a couple of things. Obviously, Michigan. Got in a rock fight with Iowa, which that was a good. What was the other? Oh, Maryland we didn't talk about either, but they won the, obviously they won that one too. Yeah. Um, again, no mistakes from McCarthy. He's kind of the – Deciding factor on whether you start McNamara or you start McCarthy is the fact that McNamara did not turn the ball over very often. And so far, J.J. McCarthy's kept up with that. That's good. Blake Corum is still a dog. So that's that's good shit. That, that'll probably be the hardest defense play Michigan plays all year. So Sure about that? Uh, yes. Are you sure about As that? As opposed to who? As opposed... To the number three ranked defense in all of NCAA football and a team that ranks no worse than top 15, I believe, in most categories, most of which they are in the top 10. And that is the surprising 4-1 and one Wisconsin coach killing Illinois fighting Illini. I don't give a shit. <laughs> no, I know. Illinois has been a very, very pleasant surprise. I still think Iowa's the toughest defense they'll play all year. And yes, the I was I was going to do a little bit of bragging about it, but at the same time, Illinois hasn't really played anybody yet. So great, yes, they're doing what they're supposed to do. They're dominating teams that they're supposed to dominate. Um, but still, four weeks into the season, five weeks, whatever the case, five weeks, they're four and one. Um, for them to be ranked number three in the nation in total defense, pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, Michigan is seventh, by the way. Uh, so kudos to the Big Ten. But again, let's see what Illinois can do now that they're starting to get into the meat of their uh, Big Ten schedule. Right. And they play in November, right? One, it's one of the last games, if I'm not mistaken, right. before the the big one. Because that was the other. It game. is the last game before the big one. Yeah. Yeah, that was the other game we were looking at going, and I said I'm not going to fucking Michigan in middle of November because fuck that. It's November, not December. I don't, dude, Michigan, November, no, that's going to be a cold wind. And now having been in that stadium and feeling what a light breeze feels like, throw some November winds in there. Granted, as fucking tight as they pack people in there, probably wouldn't be as bad, but still, no. Yeah, you have 1,800, 769 space heaters next year. 100,000, you mean? What I say, one thousand. Yeah, no, considerably yeah. more than that. No, no there's one thousand within fucking arms reach of you. Yeah. It feels like because they pack you guys in. But yeah, no, I'll pass on them. Anyway, November. So yeah, felt good about Michigan win this week, and yeah, it's weird. Like if you would have, if Dylan from eighteen months ago heard Dylan today talking about Michigan, he would be surprised. Like, what the fuck happened? Like, who did we hire as our head coach? Because remember last year, going into the football season, you were yeah, it was, it was get rid of him if he can't beat Ohio State. And well, I just yeah, it was not good. So. Now he gets a free pass for at least a year or two. Yeah. Uh, looking ahead to this coming week in college football, Michigan's got Indiana. 
Tennessee versus LSU will be a yeah, big one. Yeah, that should be a solid game. Tennessee surprisingly four and zero. Would you? Did you watch any of that Tennessee Florida game? I did not. No, that was a good game. Uh, Georgia Auburn Auburn again one of those teams that somehow finds a way to knock off a big school. Georgia did not look good last week. In fact, they looked uh, so bad that they lost their number one ranking to Alabama. So, and Missouri is not good no, this year. No. no. So Auburn's one to to, to watch. Uh, Utah-UCLA looks like that might be a good game on paper. Yeah, UCLA looked really good against – oh, fuck, who did they play? They beat a ranked team last week. Who was it? Ohio State's going to beat the shit out of Michigan State. That's going to bother me. Who the fuck did UCLA beat? I'll tell you in a second. I'm just looking to see if we got any other marquee matchups. Doesn't look like it. Iowa versus Illinois, that'll be a nice 9-6 to six game. Right, yeah, that'll be the most boring fucking thing you've ever seen in your life because neither one of their offenses is all that great, and they both have phenomenal defenses. A&M's going to get sh- destroyed by Alabama, even without Bryce Young. Oh, is he out? <clears throat> no, actually, I think – I'm sorry. I think I heard he, he will play, but I, either way, he's going to – they're going to kill A&M, so – uh, Washington, UCLA beat Washington. That's correct, yeah. Washington's Didn't beat the shit team. out of them. They only beat them by eight. Right. Although it was 16 fourth quarter points by Washington made that game a lot closer than yeah. it was. So, yeah, nothing, like I said, no huge barn burners next week in college land. It's, and that's probably one of the reasons why I'm not a bigger college football fan is just mm-hmm. because there's so many bad teams and I mean, they got to play somebody. So you see a lot of blowouts. And, I get that. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember when I was uh, at my office job, I was talking to a guy about that. Look, really liked the NFL, hated college, asked why. And he said, no defense and too many blowouts, which yeah. I totally get, but it is nice at, you know, college football Saturday at like three o'clock to like six o'clock. You can flip between four games and, you know, yeah. and you'll have a great game that doesn't you wouldn't otherwise be interested in, and then all of a sudden you see, wait a minute, so and so is beating so and so, or so and so is hanging with so and so, and then so that's nice. Yeah. Uh, you got anything else? None. I think that'll wrap up our sports talk. Uh, sports related boy stuff. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's it. I'm done. Oh, do you have anything else? Um. Nope. Okay. Oh. You want to get out of here, don't you? Okay. Well, no, not right this second. It was um, the Jeffrey Dahmer show. Mm -hmm. uh, Very good. Um, Having lived it, I mean, you you lived it too, but barely. No, I guess you really didn't. I was born in 92. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. It was 30 years ago. Uh, I get, and we, we talked about this briefly watching the game the other day. Get irritated just watching the socials and watching all these people bitching about this series about how you know it, it's making the gay people, the LGBTQ, RS look bad, and it's what happened. Like why are and like the clip you showed me? Why are you worried about the fact that you know there's gay people in the show when he was fucking eating people? Yeah, like that should be the focus here. Uh, the guy was clearly unstable and he was gay so who else are you going to pick to to kill people or to kill other than gay people because that's who you're going to be able to take home and just so happened that he had a a a taste for exotic meats (laughs) 
and he lived in a bad neighborhood. And that was another thing people were talking about. Oh, well, you know, he moved to that specific place so that he could target black, gay black people because he knew the police didn't care about him. He never said that. Like, not once did he ever say, that's why I killed black people because the cops didn't care about him. No. Um, Just so happened to be that they're the ones that he took a liking to or took a liking to him and he decided to take them home and drug them and strangle them or beat them to death and eat them. Yeah. Uh, that being said, it's a good show. Like, you know, it uh, provides a lot of insight that you probably didn't know about unless, like I said, you were alive and of age to understand what was going on back then. But back then, we didn't have all the internet and everything. You basically saw what they showed on the news, so you really didn't know what what all it, it entailed. Um, I remember being here and just thinking, uh, this guy, he killed people and ate them. Like They never really got into the details, the ins and outs of how he became the way he was and whatnot, so uh, it was, it was kind of cool to watch. Yeah. Uh, have you seen Clerks 3 yet? No, I haven't. I haven't either, but I've talked to a couple of people that have. Mm-hmm. Take it with a grain of salt because they are huge Kevin Smith fans, but they say that it's pretty good. That's what I heard, too. I watched um, one review I really like, uh, Dan Merle. Uh, he even prefaced this by saying, I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan. I met him a few times. He On his old channel, he would come in and do this thing called Movie Fights. It was like a debate show. It was really good. So take that with a massive grain, and, grain of salt, but I think it's one of the, his best movies. And it's getting pretty decent reviews. Um, I've heard a lot of people say that it's kind of – it's actually made them cry, which is different. Hmm. I guess there's some emotional stuff in there with you know probably I would imagine. Well, I mean, considering the plot, you know, Randall has a heart attack and decides to make a movie because he always wanted to make one. And now I wonder if he dies. Well, no, no. I could see Kevin Smith doing something like that. Jeff, he's had to damn near beg Jeff to do the last couple movies that he's been in. So maybe Jeff's like, fine, I'll fucking do it. But you're killing me at the end of it. So you can't ever fucking ask me again. Like Harrison Ford. Right. In Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. You have yeah. to kill me. I'm, yeah. I'm done. But, uh, but yeah, I'm going to I'm going to check the old streams and whatnot. And well, see if, if you do, around. let me know. Yeah. Come over and watch it. So uh, a couple other quick notes before we get out of here. Uh Cod, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2 had their big beta a couple weeks ago. It's not terrible, but they've changed quite a bit of things, different mechanics, and the the community is not happy about it. It'll be real interesting to see what they do before the final comes out here in November. Mm -hmm. Uh, Same thing with Warzone 2. They've changed a lot of the core mechanics. They have made it much more like PUBG. In what sense? Well... With Warzone, as you know, you got loadouts. You can buy a loadout and get your guns. Well, this, you don't get loadouts anymore. You can buy your guns, but they're ungodly expensive. The, for the most part, you have to loot everything, guns and their components. Oh, like attachments and whatnot? Yes. Okay. So uh, there were a lot of big-name streamers that were like, eh, this it's it's takes too long to pick up a gun, pick up a suppressor, go into your menu, into your backpack, pick out which pieces you want to put your gun to get, you're dead. Yeah. Like, So hopefully they change some of that stuff because they had their own little niche in the Battle Royale genre because Warzone was different than, than all the others from the way that it happened. So yeah, for filthy casuals. They, they need to 
stay on that path rather than try and become a new Fortnite or PUBG or whatever the case. So, um, I was I'll play it. It'll be, in, yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> interesting to see what they do though, between the beta and now the final release, uh, modern warfare two, I believe comes out November or something or other late November and Warzone two is supposed to release. Uh, I want to say right around January. Mm. Uh, Something else that I usually have talked about ad nauseum the last couple of years, but I haven't really mentioned it this year. 2K23, NBA 2K23. If you've listened to the show for any amount of time, you know that from uh, September to like April or May, depending on the year or whatever, I'm usually, if I'm playing a video game, that's what I'm playing, and even through the bad years. And this year, I have to say, it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. But it's the best 2K that they've made in a very long time. Nice. It's very, yeah, it's very, very good. Again, there are some mechanics that make me want to break controllers, but by and large, gameplay, having different pieces on your team, whatever, like it's, it's a very, very solid game. They had a pretty, for the most part, stable launch. Mm-hmm. So overall, yeah, it's, I'm very, very happy with it. Not happy with the fact that they raised prices of VC, the virtual currency, not in that they raised the prices if you wanted to buy it, but they raised the prices on earning it. Not, no, you still earn it at the same clip, but that's how you upgrade your player, like your created player. When you get attribute upgrades, you have to pay for those with your virtual currency. Currency. The cost of those upgrades has gone way up. Most builds this year take 475 to 500,000 VC to get it from 60 to 99. Whereas in recent years, it's usually around the 350 mark, 375. So the community very, very displeased with that, but it's perfect transition. What I want to it's, about it's take, take two. And uh, they're making money hand over fist. They're not going to change it. So that's the only disappointing part. Perfect transition. We didn't even discuss this. Did you hear about the Mutt players going on strike last week? I did not. The Madden Ultimate Team players. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm explaining. Oh, sorry. My bad. People might be listening, so I'm trying to explain (laughs) to them. Um, So Madden, you know, there's the, the card collecting mode called Ultimate Team. It's the thing that has unequivocally ruined Madden. And, I mean, a lot of games, for that matter. Yeah. 2K has the same thing. It's called My Team. Basically, you say, I'm just going to explain it. Mm. Collecting cards is basically you're collecting players. Right. You're building a an all-star team of current, past, legends, whatever, and, and you use these, quote, cards. Those are your That's your team. And then you get on the game and you play the game, whether it's football or basketball or whatever. And... Go on. Yes. Um, it's the thing that's ruined Madden because Madden makes almost a billion dollars every yearly release because of that mode. Because people, and I've bitched about this before, pump hundreds and then thousands of dollars into a game mode that a year from now will be useless. I mean, I guess you could keep playing that game for another year, but I watched, the new game's already out. I watched an NBA streamer, NBA 2K streamer, mm-hmm. I believe it was 2K20. Maybe it was maybe it was 20. No, it wasn't 20. It was last year. 2K22, sorry. I watched him spend 6 
over $6,000 on one stream buying card packs to try and build his team up. So That's the most popular Madden, I guess you'd say, genre of YouTube videos, of streams, is people opening card packs. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> like, I guess, hey, if you can make your living doing that, cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm I, I I'm hating on them, but at the same time, have you seen the money some of these streamers make? I know, it's fucking insane. But anyway, so I guess this year, the cards have been, the prices have increased, and the odds of getting, because it's random, you don't just, I want this particular card. No, 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 you get a pack, and... You might get a great card. You might get a good card. It varies. Well, this year, the the rolls, as they, as they call them, haven't been great. So the Mutt players are going on strike. And I fucking love it. I love seeing these fucking morons whine and bitch and complain about this game that we've... Everyone else in the community has bitched about for 10 years because they are the ones that fucking ruined it. And eh, Let me stop you right there. EA ruined the game by making it shitty year after year after year. The Madden Ultimate Team thing gave them permission to make it shitty. Yeah, just just made it worse. Yeah, yeah. So I, I heard that they were on strike. I fucking love it. I think it's great. Those tears are delicious. Um, yeah. Fuck you. You're a moron. You ruined. I mean, think about that. As much time as we spend on talking about football, actual football on this podcast, we don't really spend any time playing talking about basketball. No. And yeah, what's the game right. you play? You play 2K yeah. basketball. Yeah, I've we've talked about it. I I quit playing Madden, I would say 2007 um the, when the, they switched You've to, played since then. I've played it a couple of times. I I actually bought it a few times. Yeah. But it just never ever grabbed my I was like this game sucks. Like they've not really changed any mechanics. Like the physics is they're fucking horrible. Yeah. And it's yeah, I just I stopped enjoying it, and, and it NBA had an advantage in like the whole park thing with the my player, mm-hmm. and you could go and you could get game after game after game after game after game. Whereas with Madden, you gotta like match up, and then you know you're sitting there, you're picking plays. Like a Madden game can take half hour, forty yeah. minutes per game, whereas. I mean, I play Rec, which is 5v5 in the NBA, and that takes 25 minutes or so. So mm-hmm. those are long games, but I, I like those because they're fun. It's back and forth, blah, blah, blah. But when I don't want to do that and just want to, you know, only have a couple of friends on, we go to the park and we can rock out, you know, a game every five to seven minutes and then yeah. play a new game. So you get a lot more variety in that. Whereas, with, like I said, with Madden, it's, you know, or Mutt even – you know, you match up and you set your lineups. And so, yeah, there's just... so many things you can do. And t- they did try, I think two years ago, was it superstar KO the yard or whatever? Well, no, well that's a different thing, but there's oh. another game called superstar KO where it's, you get a drive to score a touchdown. The opponent gets a drive to score a touchdown. And then it's weird rules where the field it's called tug of war. I can't, it's been a while since I played it, so I'm probably going to butcher this, but it's like each team gets the ball at the – like the guy gets it first is at, this, at the 15. He has 50 yards to score a touchdown. Whatever yardage you gain, the field flips, and the amount of yards you gain is shortened for your opponent or something like that. It's a weird – it's a quicker version of a football game mm. that Hunter played like crazy, but it got old quick. 
because in for whatever reason for that mode you couldn't do custom players, you couldn't do um what was that mo- mode they called? They had they, face of the franchise. No, they, oh. they had a mode, an online mode in eighteen that came out that I actually really liked. Where it was you would get like five players or not maybe not five maybe like eight, but it would be random position. So to be like okay, this round you're picking a wide receiver and you got a choice of three wide receivers. Okay, this round you get. A defensive back here's your choices and that's how you get your team that way it mixed up a little bit yeah. instead of i'm the steelers or i'm whatever and but kind of like a watered down ultimate team basically kind of sort of yeah. yeah yeah exactly but quick so you could like you know do that and play a game so i but they didn't do that for superstar ko which i thought was an odd choice hmm. and they've just they haven't changed it in two years so that's just the thing they don't really change much of all yeah. and 2k was guilty of that as well um but at least they had a solid base to to do it with right you know yeah it's i've bitched about a lot of things um but for the most part they have at least made efforts to improve gameplay over the last few years they're not all hits sometimes yeah. they're huge misses but the effort is there whereas it seems like madden just doesn't give a kind of kind of sits back on its heels and collects its money and you know just puts the new rosters together and here you go yeah you know the franchise mode just gets roasted every year because they don't put any fucking effort into it yeah that year that the save madden franchise hashtag came out and they're like oh okay we're gonna put work into it they didn't everything i've heard they didn't do nearly enough minimal yeah minimal changes from last year's game to this year's game it was like pretty much untouched it's like we fixed it. No, not even remotely. So, I don't know. Incredibly disappointing. Uh, I'll tell you another sports game I actually enjoy, which you're going to find very surprising, The Show. Yeah. No, uh, I'd, I've i downloaded it because it's free on Game Pass. Sorry, Hunter. Um, <laughs> uh, I enjoy it. Yeah. It, it's, it's fun. It's fast-paced mm-hmm. because you can make it to where you only play the plays that involve your player, which right. are basically at-bats and, you know, every time you get a fly ball or ground or whatever hit to you. Unless you're a pitcher, then they get long. Yeah. Because you got to sit there and fucking keep throwing all these pitches. But, yeah, it's it's fun, and depending on the position you choose, you can burn through games quickly. Yeah. Uh, they've got a same thing, though, a version of their – to be fair, though. But it's not as monetized. I was just going to say that. It's yeah. a much more fair. Like, if you just play... Hunter did that, I think, last year's game. He didn't fuck with that at all. He just played, you know, the show mode, the my player mode, yeah. and then played franchise mode. And then, like, four months later, he's like, you know what? I'm going to see what this... Diamond, my, whatever. Diamond Dynasty. Diamond Dynasty, I think is, is what it's called. Is about. And he got a shit ton of rewards because... Yeah. What you did outside of that mode counted. Yeah. And he goes, shit, my team's actually pretty good. And then he started playing it. Like, I actually, I didn't even play the mode in not this year. So it would have been the show 21 uh-huh. where I, I literally, I played through like six or seven seasons, which is a, a testament to how quickly you can burn through these games. Um, but I had a pretty fucking amazing team too. never played a single game of Diamond Dynasty. Yeah. But I had, I been like a, super competitive player i would have i would have been able to compete with any team right you know maybe not me because i'm not you know i'm 47 i'm not as good as the sticks on the sticks as i used to be but uh the team was there yeah I just the manager wouldn't wasn't quite ready <laughs> right. but uh definitely and that's all like i said just from playing the game you get enough rewards that you don't have to jump on there and spend thousands of dollars to fucking get a card or whatever so yeah kudos to them but i would 
I think I said this when the announcement was made for the new college football game. I know you're going to put a mode like that in there in the game. I have zero hope for it. I'll be honest with you. I, 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 I totally, it's the same engine. It, yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be Madden with college teams. It, that that's it. Uh, that was the advantage that they had back in the day was they had two completely different dev teams. They used the, the same, same engine. Yeah. But it still was different. The right. gameplay was different. Same engine or not, like they, I don't know what they did to tweak it or whatever. NCAA football was fun to play and felt more realistic than any Madden game during the existence of NCAA football. Yeah, I, I completely agree, and especially for the 360 PS3. The way companies pump out these games now, basically, what Madden is going to do is they're going to take Madden, they're going to strip out all the fucking teams and shit on it, and, and just throw on different uniforms and logos and be like, here's NCAA football. Yeah. Um, I'm also hoping to, and I'm sure they won't do this. We don't need this game every year. Oh, I've been saying that for years. Just give us an up. I'll pay for an update. Yeah. Like, like this year's 2k. It's a fucking great game. Doesn't need tweak it a little bit, but just making an update. But again, never happened. I also don't understand why other for these monetized modes, I only played it because it was free. Pez Soccer Light is just their ultimate team. Mm-hmm. I think it's literally called My Club, and it's free. So that way you can get people that, oh, I've never played Pez before. I've always been a FIFA guy. Oh, this gameplay is actually pretty good. You know what? I'm going to buy the game, and I'll pour money into this. And also kind of similar with Warzone, where I don't maybe don't want to buy the full game, but I'll just play Warzone and... Right, and if you want to spend money on Warzone, you can with skins and weapon blueprints and things like that, and they make money hand over fist with it. Right. Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. I lost off track. So the college football game, if you're going to monetize, you're obviously going to do a monetization mode, which is what I will call this. I mean, it's halfway since you're going to have all these legendary players. Give us the ability to whether if we pay for a guy or unlock a guy, let us put him in our dynasty. To uh, like yeah. just be available. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be cool, or let us use them in other modes like that. Especially if you're paying for it. Why yeah. can't I take this player and then use him somewhere else? I don't. I don't know how they're going to do that though, because yeah, they got rights and and whatnot with nil and all this shit. But part of the draw of the modes that we're talking about are the legends. Oh my God! I got a Michael Jordan card, or oh my God! I got oh my God! I got Dan a, Marino. Oh my God! I got a '98 Peyton Manning. Oh, but they got to pay those guys. Yeah, like they do with Madden. I understand that, but this is a whole nother likeness. That means more money that EA is going to have to pay because it ain't going to be included on that fucking Madden thing. They well, sure. You know what I'm saying? So that's going to be the question: Is are they going to pay? Are they going to pay Peyton Manning twice? To put him in two games. That'll be the big, you know, what if. If they do, great. But if they don't. Could, could be interesting to see how they, they work that. Oh, fuck. I'm blanking on his name. I was going to say, you don't have to pay him twice, but you can pay Heath Schuler once. Or you don't have to pay Tom Brady twice. You could pay, well, I guess Chad Henney, you would have to pay twice. But you could pay Brian Greasy once. Or, you know, you get what I'm saying? So, 
college legends that weren't necessarily NFL legends. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Who was who's the one quarterback from Danny Warfel? Well, Warfel's one. Um, You're talking about Florida, right? No, no. God. Houston? Give me a school or something. Houston, maybe? Or no, no, was it? Give me Akron. a school or something. I'm trying. He was, he was a black guy. Amazing in, in college and never quite translated to the pros. Air, not Air McNair. I I lost it. If you're thinking Houston, are you thinking of... Uh, he's a commentator now. I just heard Andre him. Ware? Andre Ware. He was actually yeah, in yeah, that could be one of them. NCAA but thirteen. I was thinking there was another one, but Pat White would be one. It's yeah, never really Tevin one. Austin. Yeah. So yeah, they could go that route, I guess. And those guys can finally get paid. Yeah, <laughs> because they didn't get All the paid money. in the NFL. At least, well, they, some of them did once. Yeah. Although not nearly what the money they're making now. So, all right. Well, it is prime two K time. So means you got to go. All right. All right. All right, folks, that is going to wrap it up. We will uh, possibly be back Sunday. I'm planning on coming here Sunday. Okay. And uh, talk about the Bills, Steelers, and everything else. So thanks for listening. We will catch you next time. I am Dees, and he is Dylan. Bye, baby. See ya. Mm-hmm.